Candice, and you're listening to Music for Cupcakes, a podcast all about a bunch of songs that I wrote a long time ago. song that has kind of a techno-y feeling. Is techno a thing anymore? I don't know. I wrote it during my first year of songwriting and I've never felt like this was a significant or important song, but it's catchy and it has some lyrics that I really like. So here's the backstory. I was kind of seeing someone who wanted to play around and like there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but I am the kind of person who always wants to define the relationship, even if it's at the risk of ruining something that's meant to be an unspoken, casual kind of fling. If it's a casual fling, that's fine, but I want to know if it's a casual fling. And this guy just wasn't into it, and he was dodging my phone calls. And I also knew there was someone else who kind of liked me. But I also like to focus on one romantic relationship at a time, so I didn't want to pursue the other person without knowing for sure that I was ready to move on. So that was the situation that the song is based on. I named it Triangle because it's about a love triangle, I guess. It's really more of a fictional version of things. I wasn't actually in love with either of them, like the lyrics say, but it was a catchy chorus. It's tragic, but it's true. I'm in love with both of you. I'll admit, I used to be like obsessed with the concept of love triangles. I think I even wrote a school paper on them in high school for some reason, but I have no idea what subject it was for or if it was even any good. I just loved seeing love triangles and movies and shows, and I always felt really sympathetic for the person who got the sour end of the deal, mostly because I usually found myself in that position, at least according to my own perception of things. Like, I was usually the person that someone left for another girl, which, like, really sucked, or I was the unrequited love of someone who didn't even give me a second thought. I didn't start being like in the middle of love triangles until like college or this one time at summer camp, I guess. And I mean, love triangles kind of suck for everyone, but it felt kind of nice to be like the one who's wanted by two people, you know? And then I feel like I got the chance to be like the new person who throws a wrench in things and ends up winning over the person in the middle of the love triangle. Like that happened once. And that actually happened to be with the guy I ended up marrying. (laughs) But that's like a different story for another podcast episode, maybe. I did write a song about it, but I'm not sure if I'm brave enough to actually talk about that yet. But we'll see. 
Okay, back to the song. I wrote Triangle quickly one late afternoon to kind of let out my frustration about the situation. I recorded a scratch demo of it. Like I said, it was a quick recording, and it's not the most precise music I've ever recorded. But I kind of like that imperfect toy piano sound. to the recording studio where I was interning and during some downtime I played the demo for some of my fellow interns after venting about the situation and the guys were like well your situation sucks but hey that's a really catchy song it sounds like something you could hear on the radio so I felt motivated enough to finish it burning a hole in my pocket. He said he'd call and that was hours ago. I'm setting myself up for a future disaster. This is how it's been and how it will always go. It's tragic, but it's true. I'm in love with both of you. Advice is hardest given when it applies to yourself. My words are safest kept hostage in my head. I'm feeling guilty and slightly vulnerable. I cannot choose, so I procrastinate instead. And then the chorus again. I'm having trouble piecing the puzzle together when all I hear are your serenading lies. To win me over, you've got to get it together before the situation has a chance to die. It's tragic, but it's true. I'm not loved by both of you. So the last line got changed twice. I think I originally used I'm not loved by both of you, but then I changed it to I'm unloved by both of you. And then when I played the demo for my roommates, Abby and Lori, I think Abby was like, you know, I'm unloved by both of you sounds too much like I'm in love with both of you. So you should change it back to I'm not loved. And so I did. So I don't know, partial songwriting credit for Abby. (laughs) This song features one of my favorite songwriting structures using the bridge as the intro. So here's the intro. And here's the bridge. I 
guess maybe the reason I do this is because, like, deep down, I feel kind of bad for bridges. They're usually only used in the middle of the song, and then that's it. All that work for nothing. And I've always liked the idea of repurposing the bridge as the intro to kind of tie it all together. Here's a cool thing about triangle. In most songs, the melody is usually the same for all the verses. However, in this song, the melody changes a little in every verse. All the verses begin like this. La 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 But the first verse goes on to sound like this. La 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 The second verse goes on to sound like this. La 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 And the third verse goes on to sound like this. La 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 So it's kind of this like progressive ascending movement. Maybe to signify that the character of the song is transforming or changing her mind or giving up. I don't know. I don't think I meant to make it a significant thing. I mean, honestly, it could have been like a mistake where I'd forgotten how the verse went and I just accidentally recorded it differently every time. I don't know. It's been like 12, 13 years. But looking back at it, that's kind of my takeaway. I mentioned before, the chorus isn't like based on truth or anything. It's just repetitive and catchy and rhymy and kind of cute. I remember in every version I've recorded, I have a hard time staying on pitch because it's a descending scale and kind of a quick rhythm, so it was hard to get right. But because the chorus is so repetitive, all I had to do was sing it correctly once, and then I could just copy-paste twice for each chorus. The bridge is the intro, and I really like the instrumentation, but not necessarily the vocals. I've mentioned before that I think most of my bridges are lazy, and this is a great example. The vocals are layered and cool, but the lyrics are like so unoriginal. They're part of the chorus, it's tragic but it's true, and the chorus itself is already so repetitive, so I should have gone with something different for the bridge, I think. And I kind of regret putting the stress on the word but, because it sounds inappropriate, and once you hear it, you can't unhear it. I probably shouldn't have said anything. The string part was one of my signature sweeping soundtrack scores. At least that was my intention. There's a lot of other stuff going on, so it's buried in the mix, but here's the chorus string part in all of its glory. finished my demo, I tried to do a cleaner studio version with my producer friend Rich, but we never finished it. It was cleaner in a lot of ways, but it almost seemed too sterile. I didn't really like the sounds or the feel, and some of the patches didn't have enough of an attack. And by attack, I mean the keyboard sounds here don't have a very percussive quality to it. They sound kind of like fluffy clouds to me. I don't know. 
So we kind of put this song on the back burner while working harder on other songs, and then we just didn't finish it. Listening to it now, it doesn't sound too bad, but it's definitely not complete. a final version on GarageBand again by myself, but this time I felt a little more equipped to do a better job, and I was able to make a version that I'm mostly proud of. It's very like synth heavy and a bit more auto-tuned than what I usually like, but it was a tiny bit cleaner than my original GarageBand demo, and it's the one that I count as my most complete version. All in all, it's a fun and catchy song. I feel like I say that about all my songs, but I mean, it's true. And I like some of the more poetic lyrics. And like, who doesn't love a love triangle? To wrap things up, here's my final version of Triangle.
You can check out this song and some of my other tracks on candacek.bandcamp.com. If you like this episode, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. Bye.